Alright, so Boy, it's a lot going on It's a lot going on <laughs> I, <laughs> When I woke up, right First thing I do, I see what's trending Kind of give me an idea of what to talk about So um, I saw that Kanye West Well, no, I didn't see that Kanye West was trending I saw Chris John Un, right? <laughs> so I'm like, Chris John Un? That don't, that don't make no sense. What's this about? And then I start seeing all of the tweets that Kanye put up. It was wild. Because I think he's been doing he's been doing these uh, these these, uh, these uh, random like I don't know, like where he where he's tweeting his ass off about like random stuff. And like I said, I believe the guy has mental health, but I think part of it is it's kind of like the same thing where I said with Jada and um, Jada and, and Will. It's kind of like uh, it's getting around album time. Um, so now I got I got something to promote because it's like he always starts to go crazy around the time that his album is about to go out, <laughs> or he got some kind of single that he's trying to release, or some kind of something. You know, he's got some kind of product that he's pushing when he has one of his uh, mental mental things, right? But he was saying stuff like, "Oh, she slept with Meek Mill," and. She talked about Larsa and, and MJ and Scottie Pippen and uh, Chris John Un. Basically, it's like she's a dictator and I'm under her regime and I'm trying to escape because they're trying to bring the 5150 doctors to lock me up. Uh, my, my kids have never posed for Playboy. Uh, he's just like, I like the ba the baby as a rapper, but he won't do a feature with me. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, like, what is it? What, what, you know, I, I don't even know. He he allegedly saw Dave Chappelle out in, um, you know, well, not allegedly. They, they actually had the video of him being in South or wherever they was, South Dakota or Wyoming. I think it's Wyoming. And, you know, um, Dave Chappelle's just trying to kind of uh, be there for his friend and support Kanye. But Kanye is just out of his mind. You know, he's not in his right mind. And, and Dave Chappelle's trying to hold it down. But it, this, dude, this dude just goes on a tirade right after he gets alleged support from, uh, from, from Dave Chappelle. It's like... This dude, <laughs> I, I'm like Kim Jong. I mean Chris Jong Un, and then his wife is named Kim, so she must be Kim Jong Un, and and the shit is just hilarious, hilarious, man. But who knows if it'll actually turn into a divorce? It's crazy because many people didn't suspect that their relationship would last as long as it did. No, many people suspected that. Right? Like, many people suspected that this was just uh, some kind... They were using each other for clout. 
But uh, I think they were really in love at one point, but I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just kind of seeing this, and I'm waking up, and I'm responding to it. I'm like, wow. I, I don't know what to say. Because <laughs> Kim has been quiet. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That That's wild. Because <laughs> it's always been like, Kanye is in this sunken place, and he's literally, he's literally like the Get Out movie, like, He's in a sunken place. We know that um, Kanye West is not in his right mind. And they're kind of taking advantage of him not being in his right mind. Right? But I honestly think that Kanye West in his mind believes he's a white man. (laughs) I don't know, man. This is just like... it's, It's funny to me. All right, so... Then the other thing that was trending was, uh, well, not so much trending, but, you know, at least in the pro-black circles, is it was a Nick Cannon, Cannon's class, where he sat down with, and he spoke with the rabbi. So there was a few notes that I took, right? And I, I noticed this as, um, they were having a discussion there was a lot of nervous laughter from Nick Cannon. Like, Nick Cannon was totally out of his element. Something seemed way off. It wasn't like a... It wasn't like a a, a actual dialogue. It was just one-sided. It was the rabbi making it seem as if he doesn't... You know, he's going to make... He's going to make Nick Cannon kind of grovel and beg get his approval because he's ended the career of Professor Griff. So Nick Cannon let the rabbi sit there and disrespect Minister Farrakhan to his face. The the rabbi says he watches a video where Nick Cannon states that white Jews aren't the real Jews, yet he never gives a clear, concise answer as to why Nick Cannon is wrong or or why Nick Cannon is lying. The rabbi also disrespects Professor Griff to his face while Nick Cannon chuckles, that nervous laughter. And as I said, the, the rabbi didn't smile one time, wasn't laughing one time. Nick Cannon tries to bring up that he's against white supremacy. Rabbi didn't budge. Doesn't, doesn't care about white supremacy. Only only just, you know, st- standing up for his people and he's going to make he's going to make Nick Cannon grovel and beg if he wants his financial pipeline that he has going. It was it was it was it was a sad display to see. Uh, I think Nick Cannon he hit the likes. It's probably going to be only and uh you know, I don't know, maybe an hour, I don't know maybe a couple hours before he cuts the comments off because the comments were completely trashing Nick. Uh, Many people kept complaining that their uh, comments kept getting deleted. Many people were asking uh, Nick Cannon to bring on Farrakhan 
to have a debate with this guy since Farrakhan is this uh, anti-Semite it would only make sense that you bring Farrakhan to kind of defend himself because Farrakhan can't defend himself uh, while this man is making these claims so it was really really sad to see you know it was really really sad to see now I won't be like like going in on him because I think I already said what I had to say but it was really sad to see and Master P had came out and said that you know he, TMZ had um, uh, TMZ had came and they ran into uh, Master P and Master P was saying that look you can't say what you want to say when you work for them it just doesn't work like that when you're a boss you can say anything you want to say he says now nick cannon if you want to link up and you want to start some kind of company let's link up let's try to get our own stuff going so that way you don't have to apologize he says a boss doesn't have to apologize period you know in the social media environment we live in everybody has an opinion it was really real what masterpiece said and I, I noticed that TMZ, they cut off the comments, right? Because there's a lot of momentum of black people calling out the anti-black racism from the white Jewish community. And I think Harvey Levin is a uh, white Jewish person. So he cut off the, uh, the comments on this YouTube channel so people couldn't... Uh, I'm telling you, go in the comment section and there's so many people kind of going in on this rabbi uh, on, on Candace class. It's not even like, it's not even like, uh, uh, I would say it's like maybe 10% of the people that say, yeah, I support you, Nick Cannon. You're doing the right thing. But majority of the people who are black, majority of the people who kind of see this, they're like, hey, man, nah, Nick Cannon, you, you let them do this to you, man. And it's really, like I say, it's really sad to see. It's really unfortunate. It's really sad to see. Uh, but I'm starting to believe the conspiracy theories because, look, he deleted those three interviews that I told you about with Professor Griff, with uh, Dr. Joy DeGruff, and Tariq Nashi. He deleted those. And he posted up this one with Rabbi where he's kind of like, I mean, he's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's just, it's really sad to see, you know, you only have to see it for yourself or you to form an opinion. And, um, you know, this was the first Candace class that I saw where it actually had ads. Because usually, Candace class doesn't have any ads. But I guess because he knew that this was a this was a, a, a rabbi, he could throw the monetization on it. Because with the with the ones he deleted, there was a more than likely there was a high possibility that he couldn't even get uh, monetization off of that because they they consider. Uh, the revolutionary pro-blacks like Professor Griff, like uh, 
Tariq Nasheed and Dr. Dre DeGruff, like as kind of like Alex Jones, they, they, they're these uh, firebrands. They, they, they spread conspiracy. They don't tell the truth. And, and, I, and, and I also noticed that in the uh, interview, he completely threw uh, Dr. Francis Crest Wilson under the bus. Completely. And almost kind of referred to her stuff as this pseudoscience uh, that he was misled. You know, like he he read her stuff and he read these different books, but he was misled. So he kind of threw Professor Griff and everything Professor Griff was preaching, or everything that Professor Griff was talking about under the bus as well. And I also uh, listened to an uh, um, I listened to an interview with Professor Griff where he was speaking about him and Nick Cannon's conversation, and it was on the channel called Black Magic. 363 with this guy named Brother Rich and they were just, you know, Brother Rich asks really good questions so I, I really hope his YouTube uh, you know, it kind of grows based on this kind of moment right now this viral moment but it's, it all came down to when uh, Professor Griff said that <laughs> Nick Cannon is that told him that he's just playing the game. He's playing the game and he's he's you know he's playing chess, not checkers, and all of this stuff. Kind of the same stuff that the that Jay-Z and them were talking about, like, oh, you know, we're playing chess, not checkers, yada yada yada, all of this stuff. And he ba he basically just got played because that was his first time meeting Nick Cannon. And he said this happened. This interview happened over a year ago, so he never even knew that the interview was going to get posted. And when the interview did get posted, um, it was up for two weeks before anybody kind of said something, you know. And this and this is and this is what happens, you know. Um, there's certain there's certain people that are white that like to go to these black spaces, these revolution, revolutionary pro-black spaces where black people are talking about real issues that really affect us as a group and they're monitoring everything and they're waiting for people like Nick Cannon to slip up because he's a guy that teeters on that line of corporate uh, brand and being like the black Ashton Kutcher being the black, uh, you know, he's a he's a guy that's out here that's he's trying to do what Mark Wahlberg's doing, but he's black. And the thing is, you know, when you're trying to do that, you gotta you gotta be a certain way. And <laughs> I just like I said, everything that I saw, everything that I'm, I'm looking at, I'm just I'm just like wow, man really like wow this 2020 is a wild crazy year it's so unpredictable it's like a movie that just constantly has twists and turns so um man i'm late as hell for work but those were the observations that i saw man that the the white rabbi had no interest in hearing about any kind of uh 
anti-black racism, his thing was to talk about how Jews have been um, uh, basically persecuted by people like Farrakhan. He kept mispronouncing Farrakhan's name intentionally, which was an act of white supremacy. And uh, he kept saying Farrakhan, and he, he and 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 basically, uh, you know, because Farrakhan had made some things about blue-eyed devils, he was just this uh, supervillain that you could compare, you could put on the same level with Hitler. You know, that's the that's the narrative that they like to go with. So, uh, you guys go check out that latest canons class with the rabbi. And uh, I'm out, man.